Let's get to the word. We're in our last sermon of the Essential Series. Our last Essential Series. Make sure to bring your shoes next week. Use, lightly use, gently use. Uh, bring it so we can support uh, that incredible foundation that Zariah is interning at. We'll bring it next week. We'll have a big bend for him. Just make sure to spray him down a little bit before you bring him in. Um, we're in our last sermon for the Essential Series, and we're talking about surrender. Talk about surrender. And God is so willing to speak to you tonight, but you got to be willing to open up your heart. I'm going to read our first verse, and then we'll pray. Amen. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> he got that little jazz. Let's read our first verse. Then, this is Luke 22, verse 29, 39, sorry. Then accompanied by disciples, Jesus left the upstairs room and went as usual to the Mount of Olives. I'm going to read that one more time. It's profound. Just this one verse. Just this one verse. Then accompanied by the disciples, Jesus left the upstairs room and went as usual to the Mount of Olives. Let's bow our heads and let's go to God. Father, we thank you so much for your word. God, we thank you, Lord, God, for who you are. Lord, you are amazing. And God, we, we, are, we are ready. We're ready, Lord. We're ready. God, we're excited, Jesus. Lord, you're, mm, the promises of God are yes and amen. God, we're pumped tonight. So, God, we pray you have your way. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Y'all say, y'all give it up for Elijah. Killed it, killed it. Amen. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Okay, amen. He had to end all pretty and stuff. I said, what is he doing? Amen. I got I got 20 minutes and all I need is about 12. All right, so it's gonna be one of those, it's gonna be one of those messages. Amen, amen. If you, if you, if you, I'm gonna need an amen corner, so just make sure you know if you're, you know, what I'm saying, amen. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Only thing I do ask is listen to me, listen to me, listen to me. Look, I, I believe in saying amen. Look, if I preach something that's, and it's for you, mm, say, oh my God, Lord, thank you. That is for me. If if I preach something and you feel like it's for your neighbor, you can stand up and say, Lord, that's for them. You know what I'm saying? What, whatever you feel like doing, all I ask is just to honor. Just honor God's word. The Bible says in Luke chapter 22, verse 29, that then accompanied by the disciples, Jesus left the upstairs room and went as usual to the Mount of Olives. There's one word I want to draw your attention to, and we're going to build our thesis off this word, as usual. Listen to me, young people. Jesus was chilling with his disciples, and he drew away for a season. But the Bible says this is not a rarity. This is not something that doesn't happen. This is what Jesus normally does. It's the usual thing in his life. What's the usual thing? Let's continue to read verse 40. There he told them, pray that you will not give into temptation. My God, my God. Boy, that, right, that, I mean, we may need another. In the name of Jesus, Father, touch him, God. 
Listen, 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 listen. 41. He walked away about a stone throw and knelt down and prayed. Father, if you are willing, please take this cup of suffering away from me. Yet I want your will to be done and not mine. Listen to me. The Bible says that Jesus usually will go to the Mount of Olives to pray. Prayer to Jesus was not some once-in-a-lifetime thing that he did. It's something that he usually would do. And so when Jesus was going to the Mount of Olives, all the disciples are thinking about It's like, man, Jesus would be doing this thing all the time. This is what he does. This is who he is. And I love how in the verse, it begins to talk about how Jesus begins to say, I need y'all to pray, then I'm going to go over here and pray. And Jesus is having a conversation with his disciples saying, look, you need to pray right now. Unless you fall into temptation, this must be your practice. Listen to me, young people. Our practice in life beyond football, sports, gaming, all that stuff, our practice is in the presence of God. If we want to talk about surrender, I can't tell you to surrender to somebody you don't even know. And so for the first step, if we're talking about surrender, the first thing you and I have to do is we have to understand that there is a relationship with God that you and I must come into. This is not casual. This is something that we usually do. Touch your neighbor, touch your neighbor, touch him and say usually. What are you usually doing? Listen, young people, what are you usually doing? Actually, a second question I want to drop on you is, what do people catch you doing? Do they catch you praying? Do they catch you in the Word? You can't let go and let God if you don't believe who God is. So, so we cannot surrender unless there is a foundation that is built on Jesus because you will never throw up your hands and say, Jesus, I believe in you. Jesus, I surrender unless you know who Jesus is. If a stranger walked up to you and said, look, I, I, I want you to surrender your life. I'm like, who you is, bro? What's up, bro? What's up, bro? You trying to fight, bro? You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? I get that footwork. You know what I'm saying? Some of y'all be like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry sir. Okay. Ben, you are not willfully going to surrender your life to somebody you don't know. So what oftentimes we do is we, we come to church and we talk about surrender and we believe about surrender but we are not willing to get to know the God that we supposedly surrender to. And so Jesus would usually go to the Mount of Olives to pray. In other words, Jesus had a relationship with God. That was the foundation of his surrender was relationship. Mm. Hope I ain't preaching over your heads here. 
The foundation of our surrender is our relationship. It's faith. It's having trust. So if you don't trust God or have faith in God, you will not surrender. You get what I'm saying to you, young people? The foundation of surrender is relationship. Surrender, by definition, means this. Cease resistance to an enemy or an opponent and submit to their authority. Pastor Owen says this all the time. He's like, in your surrender is your victory. He says this all the time. He probably sounds more like, in your surrender is your... No, that's not, not Irish. Never mind. I, that's not Irish. I was trying to be Irish. I went Indian. It's okay. <clears throat> it's okay. They're in the same geographical location. Uh, <clears throat> okay, anyway. And your surrender is your victory. So surrendering to God is I am relinquishing control over my life, over the situation, over the outcome, over what the, the income is, whatever it is. I am surrendering over the power, the right, the responsibility, the pressure. Surrender is it's really simple. All surrender is is saying, Lord, help me. And for some reason, we overcomplicate it, and we have to have all these calculated steps to surrender. And all I'm saying is, if you have faith in God, there is a foundation to surrender. But let me let you know something. That surrender will cost you. And so we can't talk about surrender without cost, because once you surrender, it's going to cost you some friends. Oh, once you surrender, it's going to cost you what you want to post on Instagram. Oh, oh, when we talk about surrender, that means you mean I got I to gotta, I gotta come with faith. I got to believe. I got to do. You said you surrender, right? Listen to me. If you surrendered your life to Jesus, listen to me. Dead people don't have rights. So if I surrender my life to Jesus and said, I'm a, God, I'm, I'm yours. God, I'm dead to my, my, my ways. I'm dead to what I think. If you dead... I need to find a place to lay down that's clean. It's okay. This is, there's no place clean. There's sweat like all over this thing. If I'm dead, I, if you're dead, you're not, you, won't, you won't be doing this. But if you're dead, it's more like this. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Eyes rolled to the back of your head like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If you're dead, can a dead person move? Can a dead person laugh? Can a dead person talk? Can the dead person say no? Then what makes you think you can give your life to Jesus and say no to what he has for your life? No, no, young people, listen, listen, listen. Because we say that we're dead to ourselves and we're alive to Christ, but we're still kicking. That means we're not dead. If you are still... Look, me, Jakari is, is, is my housemate, not my roommate, housemate. And there's sometimes I have, to, I have to let him know I'm Big Kahuna. I'm El Capitan. So there's sometimes I got to go into his room. And I said, Jakari. And I just pounce on him. 
I just, I mean, I pounce on him. He, he doesn't even see me coming. I just, eh. Are you, you, you trying to go right now? I'm joking, I'm joking. But as soon as I jump, this is Shakari. That's, that's Shakari. I'm talking about, you, am I lying? Am I, the first thing is to start kicking. If Shakari was dead, he wouldn't be kicking. Listen to me. Young people, listen to me, listen to me. Listen to me, listen to me. If you are dead tonight, how can you say no to the God that is supposed to be moving your life? The reason why we have so much conflict is because we say we're dead, but we're actually alive. We say, God, have your way, but we want our way. We say, God, Lord, I want your will, but I want your will my way. And God's like, hold up, listen to me. I thought you were dead. I thought you said you surrender. I thought you waved the white flag. Oh, the only reason why you waved the white flag was because you had a difficult moment and that you needed God to get you out of that moment. But God is saying, I don't want to be the God of your difficult moments. I want to be the God that when you're on your highest moment, when you're on the mountaintop, see, I'm going to preach myself hot. You know what I'm saying? Let me let you know something. If you are trying to fake it till you make it, God is saying, stop faking it. Just be real so I can come into your life and I can change it. Amen? When you talk about surrender, I surrender all. You're lying. I surrender all. No, no, that's, no. Stop singing lies. Because if you surrendered, you'll stop kicking. If you surrendered, you'll raise your white flag. Verse 43 says this. I'm talking about I'm way off my notes. I'm going to just put these things up. <laughs> then an angel from heaven appeared and strengthened him. Listen, 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 listen. This is When Jesus finally surrenders his will, and he allows the pressure to crush. Listen to me, young people. The Bible says, an angel of the Lord came and gave him strength. In your surrender, is your victory. Listen to me. God will not give you strength to do your will. God will only give strength to those who he has finally crushed. And then we can finally say, God, not my will. God, but your will be done. Young people, aren't you tired of running? Aren't you tired of fulfilling your own purposes that you have for your life, fulfilling your dreams, your desires, your way? When, when is the moment that we say, God, it's, it's, it's all about you? 
Sometimes our, our motivation to serve is, is stirred by what we want to see happen in our lives versus what God wants to do in our lives. And so now we're serving with the wrong motive. Ain't it crazy how you can serve God and be farthest from him? Ain't that crazy how you can look like a Christian, but you inwardly, you're, you, 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 you. it's crazy. But we got to understand this, young people, that we just can't talk about surrender. We got to be about surrender. If you're taking notes, take this down, which you should all be taking notes. Surrender is not a one-time event. Surrender is a lifetime of service. If I had that when I was 12, it would have helped me out. Surrender is not a one-time event. It's a lifetime of service. That, that's, that's what surrender is. That, that's, that's, you talk about, oh, surrender it's just not when God moves in your life one time in a, in a service, one moment, and then, oh, 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 this is it. This is my moment. The Bible says he went to the Mount of Olives as he usually does. Surrender happens every day when we get alone with God. Every day. Why do you think First 15 is so big? You think we're just telling you that just to, for you all just to do first 15? When you get up and pray and you're saying, God, not my will, but your will be done, what happens is we see more miracles. We see great things that God does in us and through us. And then we have the audacity to do whatever we want to do, however we want to do it. And we call ourselves a Christian. It's, listen to me. Either God is Lord of all, or he's not Lord at all. We, 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 we have to stop trying to control our lives and say that we are Christians. It's, it's, it, it doesn't work. You end up being frustrated. We'll bring this thing to a landing. It's going to take the plane off cruise control. Boy, my tongue gets in the way of everything I say. Wow. 44. He prayed more fervently, the Bible says. And he was in such agony of spirit that his sweat fell to the ground like great drops of blood. At last he stood up again and returned to the disciples only to find them asleep. Y'all got that one person in your crew that's just always sleeping? You know what I'm saying? You, they can be lit like one moment and then you get in the car and five minutes down the road. I said, weren't you just yelling? I'm talking about, y'all got that member in your crew like everywhere you go. <laughs> If we can get some keys as we go down landing, I think Matt's on his way up. Listen to me, listen to me, young people, listen to me. We're landing. We're about to 
The wheels are coming out of the bottom of that plane. We're about to, we're about to touch down. Let me read that verse to you again. No, Matt's coming. Matt's coming. He's coming. He's coming. Don't worry about it. At last, he stood up again and returned to the disciples. Listen, focus, focus, focus. Only to find them asleep, exhausted from grief. Listen, listen, young people. Jesus comes back and he says, Why are you sleeping? Twice. This is the critical moment in his life. Right after this chapter of scripture, Jesus is about to go get betrayed. After he gets betrayed, he gets crucified, and then he dies. Like, this is that moment. And Jesus is like, Dumbos, why are y'all sleeping? They say, oh, man, the, the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. Then he comes back and says, Yo, you don't understand. You don't understand. You got to get up. You got you to move. You got you, you to pray. Temptation's coming. Like, 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 like it's about to happen. You don't know. You don't know. You don't know. This is Jesus, the, the author of life, the, the greatest in history, the magnificent one. And he says, he's saying, get up and pray. Don't sleep. Don't slumber. Get up and pray. You're about to be tempted. This is what Jesus concludes. He says, get up and pray so that you will not give into temptation. I'm thinking about what would happen in Peter's life if he would have prayed. What would happen in James' life if he would have prayed? I don't want no what-if testimony. Man, this would have happened in my life if I surrendered. And if I really would have just gave God my all, man, this would have been amazing. This would have been great. Oh, that, that, that. Man, forget that. That's baloney. Jesus says, get up and pray. disciples, I believe they could not pray. Do you know why? Because I believe that what was happening in Jesus' life was not for the disciples to see. This is what I mean by this. We are not to depend on other people for our surrender. Let that revelation drop. I'm not depending on you to pray. I'm praying for myself. I'm not depending on you to surrender. I'm surrendered. 
And Jesus is like, yo, why don't y'all get up and pray? Jesus was at a moment where only the Father needed to have a divine interaction. And Jesus get to a place where he said, not my will, but yours be done. This is the power of this moment as we all stand. Stay focused, stay focused, stay focused, stay focused. Stay focused. There will be people in your life that cannot go the distance with you. If you are waiting for somebody to help you get to your surrender, they're going to fall asleep. Youth leader, if you're in this room and you're waiting on somebody else so you can lead better, they're going to fall asleep. Student leader, intern, if you're in this room and you're saying, I can't do it, I can't give it all because then I'm going to look weird and I'm going to be weird and I can't, I can't use my social media for God's purposes. I'm, gonna, I'm telling you, if you're waiting on somebody, they're going to fall asleep. Your surrender is you and God. Jesus, not my will. God, be your will. Not your mom's will, not your dad's will, not your friend's will. We need Jesus' will. And that only happens when you have a relationship with God and you come to a place of surrender. What are you kicking against? What are you kicking at? What are you waiting for? Who are you waiting for? Surrender has very little to what everybody else is doing and has most importance in how you're communing with God. Who are you waiting for? Where we can't wait for nobody else. No, I'm, t- I'm telling you, we, we, we can't wait for, I'm telling you, I'm, I'm glad it's all of us in this room tonight, but I'm telling you, without y'all here, I'll be making the same decision, the same surrender. But if you're waiting for your friend to get right, you wait for your friend to start worshiping so you can worship, I'm telling you, you're going to miss it. If you're waiting on your friend to, to get their lives right with God so you, you can all come in here together, I'm telling you, your friend is worth leaving behind for the sake of your soul. If you're waiting on a group of youth leaders in this room, and you're, oh, you know, your buddy isn't coming, or you can't do it together, or I'm just going to leave, I'm just going to back out, I'm just going to, I'm telling you, they're going to fall asleep, and you're going to be one left behind. It's time to move. It's time to surrender. It's time to get real and get honest. What in the world are you waiting for? Our whole generation is dying right now. 
this is the first generation in the history of America that there are more unbelievers than there are believers. Literally the first in, in the history of our nation. That there are more unbelievers than there are believers. Y'all, listen to me. Who you ain't who you waiting on? We have more cases of suicide, anxiety, and depression than ever before. Who are you waiting on? We got young people through this pandemic leaving the church, walking away from God, fulfilling the lust of their own heart and flesh. Who are you waiting on? It's on us now. Hayden, you hear me? It's on us now. Shaddai, it's on us now. It's on us. Grace, it's on us. I'm not waiting on nobody else to surrender. God, this is, this is my posture. This is who I am. This is who I am. This isn't unusual. This is just usual. And that's my prayer, God. Make my surrender usual. Make it an everyday thing. When I get up in the morning, day thing. When I go to bed, day thing. Oh, God, keep my eyes steady on you. Keep my heart on your ways. Keep my mind on Christ. Keep my hands surrendered. I'm tired of waiting. Golly, what are we waiting on? Nobody's coming, Matt. Nobody's coming. You are the person that God is going to use. You are that person. You are that boy. You are that girl. And so right now, Matt, would you just begin to, just to lead us? I don't know where you're at in your, your spiritual walk, your spiritual journey. Afterwards, we'll pray and we'll talk about salvation. But in this moment, I'm telling you, stop waiting. 